This episode of Tailgate Talks is brought to you by Blanco. Tune in live to interact with the hosts on Wednesday nights, 6.30 Central, at www.twitch.tv backslash BlancaOG. Hope you enjoy the show. Some, some good plans with loved ones or some good plans with a bottle of liquor. This is tailgate talks, and so uh, we do have we do do shots here. Whatever you got planned, maybe you got both of those things combined. I hope that you enjoy it. I hope that you uh, hopefully you all have a good holiday season. Uh, obviously, the new year coming around and uh, Merry and uh, Christmas coming up in the next couple of days. Uh, but this is tailgate talks, the Christmas episode. We're excited to be here for you guys. Uh, but uh, before we dive into the NFL and the NBA talks that we got for you guys today. Make sure uh, y'all do swing by the Spotify and give that a five-star rating. They just dropped that. We'd love it to see uh, that kind of pop up for us. We need as many of those as possible. That way we can have like an average rating of five stars. That'd be great to kind of help us out. People will see that we got a good show and uh, would would really uh, kind of appreciate that for, for, for you guys. Um, but – uh, as far as social media accounts, uh, make sure you do swing by for, for the on Twitter, at tailgate underscore talks. We're also on Instagram and Facebook, as well as YouTube, and the YouTube channel has been doing good. Uh, just make sure you do swing by there, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell notification. That way you're notified each time we post a new video. As far as our personal accounts, Dustin, you can find him at DustinMoomer22, Brooks at Calvin B. Barrett, and me, you can find me at Blanco, where the L is a one. And lastly, if you have any sort of thoughts, questions, or anything you want to hear us discuss on the show... Or you need to reach out to us for any reason, uh, tailgate talks pod at gmail.com. Uh, that, that's our email. So let's go ahead and jump right into this. We got we got plenty to talk about here. Uh, obviously, a uh, good week of football that we're going to be d- discussing. And then, uh, and then you know, uh, NBA around Christmas time, always a good time. So let's go ahead and kick this off, and I'll hand this over to Dustin. Are you ready for some football? All right, man. Do your thing. All right, we're going to jump straight into our favorite recap segment, the time it takes Tom Brady to come back on your NFL Team Week 15 recap. Tom Brady did not have a chance to reset the time. He still has the minute 24 from Week 1 against Cowboys. So you will have a minute and 24 seconds to recap Week 15, your favorite thing or things. From there, with no interruptions, no discussion, Harley will pull us up a uh, clock. Maybe. <laughs> and hopefully remember to give us a 10 second and warning. And <laughs> give us a warning. 10 second warning. Once we get there. While he gets there ready. Uh, right, I got it. I got it pulled up. Brooks, do you Brooks have is the, the Facebook thing pulled up. Like, is it as bad of a delay as Twitch is? Yeah, yeah I tried it last week and it was pretty delayed. Okay. Um, but it's I'm about also. Five or so seconds. Right, I'm also watching the football game. So, okay. yeah. I got, I got it pulled the up. Facebook feed down here. I got you guys here. I got the football there. I'm good so, to go. Got everything. All right. Minute 24. We, and whenever you're ready, give Brooks a countdown and a 10-second warning. We're going to Brooks go first on his. All right. All right. 
Ready? Going in three, two, one, go. All right, so I'm going to take my time to recap the best game from last week, and it happened last Thursday. Chiefs and the Chargers, and what a game that was. It was a great game for the most part, but went got amazing in the fourth quarter when he had both quarterbacks just lighting it up, going downfield. Patrick Mahomes needing two big drives to tie the game, was able to do it, and then able to go into overtime and get the big touchdown to Travis Kelsey where he avoided the entire Chargers defense to break free for the game-winning touchdown. And it was just a really fun game to watch. Both quarterbacks were killing it. Mahomes threw for 410 yards and three touchdowns. Herbert threw for 236 yards and two TDs. He was making some incredible throws out there. Uh, both defenses didn't really have any answers, but it was just a really fun Thursday night game between two division rivals, and it was just really fun to watch them battle it out. And, of course, the Chiefs getting the win, it almost helps them secure the division and puts them atop the AFC in first place, a team that was 4-5 and five not too long ago sitting at the top and then final shout out to cliff capital l because you just lost to the lions <laughs> 10 seconds cliff <laughs> kingsbury and that's it for me <laughs> very nice brooks very nice that game was awesome even though pat didn't play good he came in clutch came in clutch Dub. that's all you need so all right go ahead and reset that clock all right all right and give yourself a countdown <clears throat> I don't think you have to give yourself a 10-second warning, but you can if you really want to. I'm going to give myself one. So, I'm going right into this. So, that that was a good pop. You know what? I'm resetting my clock, all right? No, it's part of it. We have to. This is is a drinking drinking podcast. This is a drinking podcast. We need to honor. Deal with it. Honor the crack. We got to honor the crack. (laughs) <laughs> hey you gotta during hey during a two-minute drive you gotta play through distractions you're right you're you can't you, can't you gotta play through difference. receivers who are celebrating a first down you gotta play through that oh, damn it if i wasn't making the rules that's a maybe you're right so as as a ref that's gonna be a 10 second runoff okay so you will have a minute and 14 seconds now oh, cool so now he had to time out he, he can use his time out <laughs> if he wants to all right so let's go ahead and go so uh to, to kind of continue uh brooks's little ending there uh cardinals take the l and and that is probably part while while i'm a partial fan of some of the players on that roster all of us know that cliff is bad at adjustments and bad in the second half of a season and who did he lose to one of the worst teams possible uh we're 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 we're, they were in detroit for this game and uh you know it's just that it's the season of uh, of L's for for Cliff Kingsbury or Cliff. Um, I don't know what else I can really expect out of this team going forward. I mean, they're they're starting to kind of run in, into some injury issues. I I don't see them being any kind of dominant playoff threat. I still think right now Cowboys are one of the strongest and honestly one of the biggest threats in the in all of in all of football. Unfortunately. Uh, I I know I hate to say it, unfortunately, but um I think they just got jumped. I think the Cardinals just got jumped by the Cowboys. I would have had them a lot earlier, a lot higher last week, but that's kind of my little wrap up. I just I I I, I think it's it's one of our favorite things is to watch Cliff lose because of like how bad he was here. 
last time. Very nice. Little ramble. Little ramble. No, that's good. That's what that segment's for. You can talk about whatever you want. You ramble. You ready? Don't stats. Doesn't matter. I'm ready. Give me a 10 second uh, warning once you get to the end there since I'm on a delay over here. Got it. Going in three, two, one. So I want to talk about another team we should be worried or that should be worried besides the Cardinals. And that's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They should be worried right now. They just had a ton of injuries crash down on them. Godwin's out for the year. Mike Evans has a hammy issue. Leonard Fournette has a hammy issue. And they just took a shutout loss to the Saints, who always play them good, but the Saints aren't a team that should just shut you out like that. And it's just a bad time of this of the year to have that kind of loss. Usually these kind of losses are okay in, you know, September, October maybe, but not after Thanksgiving when you're coming down the stretch and trying to get things together. It's kind of like the opposite of what they did last year. They're getting injured. They're getting blown out. Really not good for the Bucks, especially with the Cowboys looking better and getting healthy and the Green Bay Packers still rolling. So those two teams are the top of the NFC now, and the Bucks look like they're going to have to play on the road. And a little shout-out, the Houston Texans won the Arley Bowl last week against the Jags. Got to love the Arley Bowl. And Thank you, Texans. It, right? Yeah. All right, all right. That's done. All right. That wraps up the time it takes Tom Brady to come back on the NFL team week 15 recap. Dang right. All right. So let's get into – what is this thing that popped up? Go away. Week 16. It won't go away. There it went away. I don't know what that was. All right. So week 16, a lot of good games this week. We've gone through like a good month stretch of like a lot of games suck. We have a few decent games, like one good game. Now it's starting to come down to some good stuff. So I think we got six or seven games to talk about here. So let's get through them. There's games still going right now on Tuesday, and we have games in two days from now on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So 49ers-Titans already turning around. We're playing again. Yeah, 49ers. we just recapped the week that's not even done yet. <laughs> yeah, we just recapped the week that's still going. There's literally two games on at the same time right, right now. now, and it's a Tuesday. And so 49ers-Titans, Titans still hanging around. Luckily, the AFC South sucks like it always does. And the 49ers, they're just looking better and better every week. Brooks, which way are you leaning here? The 49ers with all the momentum? Yeah, definitely leading to the team that's more healthy, uh, has most of their weapons. George Kittle being back and healthy for the 49ers makes a huge difference for Garoppolo. Uh, It doesn't matter who their running back is. They're going to be able to. Uh, find ways to run the ball and they've got Debo Samuel who I think <laughs> has like more rushing touchdowns as a wide receiver than uh, I saw a crazy stat about how many more than he has than some actual running backs or teams with that. running backs I yeah. uh, can't remember the exact stat but yeah I'm gonna trust them and the team that's more healthy and the Titans are just like holding on for dear life they're Spider-Man holding on to that train and Spider-Man 2. They're just like, come on, let's get to the end of the season healthy. Um, that's where they are right now. And they're just not the same team without Derrick Henry. And, you know, an embarrassing loss to the Steelers, you know, in my opinion for them. So I think really 
you know, they're just hanging on for dear life. Meanwhile, the 49ers keep gaining steam week after week. So I'm going to go with the team that's riding the highs right now instead of the team that's uh, without Derrick Henry. Yeah. Arley, how are you feeling about this one? I mean, he, he kind of said it just right there. Uh, I don't know how. I don't know, like, 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 what, what, what kind of if they if they swung through New Orleans and grabbed some of that, some of that, some of that voodoo, some of that juju, but like, they're they're hanging on and they're fighting. I mean, uh, where are they at in the division? What is this? Third, but they're game two games behind the lead, one game behind the second. Like, hmm. San Francisco is holding on, and I, I, they still they're still within a shot of doing this. They just gotta keep winning games, and uh, unfortunately. Tennessee Titans built their game around Derrick Henry and they don't have their game right now. So we keep the Titans on the shelf. All right. This is Christmas. We got elf on the shelf and we got Titans on the shelf right next to him. <laughs> yeah. Y'all have good points there. 49ers are just way more solid team right now. Titans need to hold on until playoffs and hope for Derrick Henry to come back, but they got the Colts breathing down their necks, which is the next game I want to talk about. Because the Colts are red hot and running down everybody's throats. Colts and Cardinals, Saturday night football game. I love Saturday night football games now. Mm-hmm. Um, Cardinals just lost probably the worst loss of the season after being the best team in the league, losing to the worst team. 10 wins, 11 losses, lose that game. Colts are running all over people with Jonathan Taylor. Arlie, how are you feeling about Colts and Cardinals? Can the Cardinals bounce back? Your mic on would help. Yeah, sorry. I try and mute it so that way, like, y'all don't hear, like, smacking or drinking or chewing or nothing. Like, I try and give y'all, like, best audio that you can. Um, You know what? It's a little odd with this game because the Colts are rolling, but the Cardinals are at home in a stadium. I, I, I wouldn't put money on they're the Cardinals. They're not a good home team right this now. year. No, they're 3-3 three and three at home. Um. You know, I, I, I like how the Colts are looking. They're, they've been putting up a fight against every single opponent they've been up against. Uh, what, they're, they're only lost in the last five weeks against Tampa Bay by a touchdown? Everybody else, they beat New England, Houston, whatever. They beat Buffalo, Jacksonville, whatever. But, like, uh, uh, they're winning they're, they're winning some against some decent teams in there and barely losing while you got, you know, Arizona losing to the Carolina Panthers, losing to Detroit. The loss to Rams, uh, kind of acceptable, I guess. But like, you gotta, you gotta kind of go with the momentum again. I mean, I know we just talked about that with with the 49ers, but I'm starting to finally, like, like you're starting to see the playoff picture build, right? You're starting to see which teams are going to be looking good going into the playoffs, which teams are going to probably get the wild card, and this season is turning a little bit less into a what the fuck season, and so like. I would have to ride with the Colts on this one, thinking that they're going to kind of continue in stride. Carson Wentz is still looking pretty solid back there. You know, he hasn't gotten hurt yet, so as long as he stays healthy, there's there's a shot for them. And I still think the Colts are just top to bottom, just a better organization. So uh, you got to kind of give them give them that tip of the cap right now. All right, so I got you down for the Colts on that shot bet. So this is our shot bet. Yeah, our second one is our NFL one this week. Brooks, are you going with the Cardinals to bounce back or the Colts to run all over them? Yeah, no, I'm not going with the Cardinals <laughs> on this one. Uh, hell no. Um, 
the Colts are just they're getting hot kind of at the right time. You know, we just talked about the 49ers who have gotten the ball rolling while the Colts have been doing the exact same. They've kind of figured out who they are. They kind of did the Belichick thing to the Patriots last week where they just ran the ball, ran the ball, ran the ball. And Carson Wentz only completed like five passes uh, last yeah, week. Five, so five or 12, uh, yeah. they've got the best running back in the league right now. A guy who should be considered for MVP in Taylor, uh, yeah. who has just been uh, unstoppable for them. Their defense is really good. And, you know, so they've got all, all things clicking. Meanwhile, the Cardinals have lost their best receiver in DeAndre Hopkins. Yep. And Colin Murray is a completely different quarterback when he's on the field and when he's off the field. And, you know, their offense just doesn't do the same thing. And so also Kyler's been not 100% healthy. And so that's also another liability for them. And then we know their their coach doesn't necessarily do that well this time of year. So all these things are stacking up for them. It's not looking super great. The Colts are well-coached team. They know who they are. They figured out their identity while the Cardinals are kind of searching for theirs without DeAndre Hopkins and with a, you know, not 100% Kyler Murray. So I'm just going to go again with the team that I know more about right now, and that's the Colts. And so, yeah, I've got to, I got to take them over the Cardinals. Yeah, I'm with you guys on that. Colts all the way. Um I think the Colts are doing exactly what they should be. And that's yeah. not letting Carson Wentz run the offense. <laughs> yep. They're giving the ball to Jonathan Taylor and telling him run as much as you can. And they want Carson Wentz to throw as little as possible. And that should be their game plan going forward. Oh yeah. Like, they need to Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill, this thing with what they have. And I just think they're way better and Cliff can't make adjustments, so they're probably just going to run all over them all game. Yep. Hopefully. <laughs> all right. Three for three. Let's move to the AFC North, the best division in all of football right now because nobody wants to win it, but they're all kind of sort of good. <laughs> the Bengals versus the Ravens. I called it last week. I think the Bengals are in line to win this division. And the Ravens, even with some injuries and being the most injured team of the year, they're hanging around. They took Green Bay to the wire. They lost another game on a two-point conversion. Um, but they're right there. Like They don't give up. They're playing with a backup quarterback who's balling out just as good as their starting quarterback. Brooks, you riding with the Bengals or the backup Ravens? And, yeah, the Ravens are – you know, I'm impressed by their ability yeah. to fight and stay in. Like, there's no reason that they should be still hanging around in these games. There was no reason that they should have had a chance at beating the Packers last week, but they did. And so you got to give them credit to that. But ultimately, you know, and it's kind of just been most of my Bengals analysis all year is just kind of I want them to succeed because – you know, nobody had them winning this division at the beginning of the year. I think all three of us had the Browns, but we also had Ravens or Steelers in the playoffs. Bengals were just kind of a write-off for us. So you see them up here with a chance to win this division and a huge game at home against the Ravens. I'm, you know, just personally, I'm pulling for them. And, and I, I, you know, I wasn't, it was not a pretty win against the Broncos, but they got it done on the road. And that was kind of the first time it was like, hey, y'all need to win this game. And they went out and actually did it. So I'm hoping that they can put back-to-back -back performances together like that. 
get a big win over the Ravens and uh, increase, give them a better shot at winning this division. Yep. Arlie. Um, I'm, I'm with it. Uh, I am a Joe Burrow fan straight up. Love this dude's attitude. Love this dude's vibe. Uh, you know, dad is an LSU alumni. Like he's, he's good in my books and I hope he does well. I, I do think that they have a little bit more momentum right now. Even though the Ravens are, they're fighting and, and competing with some really good teams right now, um, so you can't really exclude them just so easily. But you do have to give the Bengals kind of the advantage at this moment. Ravens being without Lamar Jackson. True. Like I said, their quarterback played just as well as yeah. Lamar last week. I mean, he was. I don't know if y'all saw this. He was the first Ravens quarterback to rush for two and pass for two touchdowns. Yeah. Lamar, Lamar didn't do that. Joe Flacco didn't do that. What up, Lamar? <laughs> but Come on, Lamar. This is yeah. that game the Bengals can take the division if they want it. Mm-hmm. Like, or it's going to be the Ravens taking it and saying we're not leaving just because we're, we're hurt so yeah. bad. Yeah. And we've been here for a long, long time. And so this is that game for the Bengals. It's like a prove it type game. All right, moving along. Man, my computer's stupid. Bills and Patriots, round two. We have much better weather for this game. It's not going to be a blizzard, snowstorm, rain, all that nonsense like last time. Mac Jones is going to have to throw the ball more than three times. I guarantee it. Um, (laughs) So, Brooks, how do you think the real matchup of Bills-Patriots goes? Yeah, I expect to see more on offense from the Bills. I expect them to kind of unleash Josh Allen more, throw the ball around, get it to Diggs, get it to their receivers. They have talent there. They don't have a great running game. So I would just kind of expect them to use that, use their strength against the Patriots. It was hard for them to throw it last time because of all the weather. So they weren't able to be their true selves. So I think they get more back to form. And the Patriots, while, you know, they have a great defense and they're able to do some things, I think the Bills kind of know what they're going to try to do against them. And they're going to they're going to make those adjustments. We'll see what that offense can do. I've enjoyed what I've seen from Mac so far this year. But, you know, some of the reasons why I had them losing to the Colts last week are kind of reasons why I'm not so certain that he can go in and beat the Bills uh, again. It's just. I, I know the Bills are going to try to make him beat them this year, this game, yeah. not let their running game take over. And so can he do it? You know, it remains to be seen. But as for who I think is going to win this one, um, you know, as for my own personal picks that I had at the beginning of the year, I want the Bills to win this one because I had them winning this division. And so I'm just going to stay true to that. I think I think the Bills get revenge in New England this weekend. Are you going revenge game? No, I think this is going to be psychological. I think uh, while, while, while Josh Allen is, is a, a phenomenal quarterback, I, I think Bill has just a mental stranglehold on this division. I think everybody just kind of psychs themselves out when he's on the other sideline. And so at home with those wild-ass Boston fans, New England Patriots looking good this year, I, I don't see Buffalo coming in and winning. I don't. They're, they're not the best home team right now. They actually have a sub-500 record at home. But this is a divisional game. 
and that's the only reason is it's divisional and they're up against Bill Belichick. I can't just give it to Buffalo that that easily. As good as Josh Allen is, I think he's one of. I think he. I'd give him top five in the league, maybe uh, on the low end, top ten, for all the quarterbacks in, in in the entire NFL. But it's against Bill Belichick. It's against the six time. Yeah. Like you, 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 you're not. You, you, you know, you can't just sling it through him. I don't know. Yeah, if I, I'm glad we're not doing this game for the pick because. It'd be hard. Yeah, I I like the Patriots at home with their coaching, their great defense. They have a competent, really good offense, but the Bills are super motivated because if they lose this game, now they're in the mess of the AFC that Brooks loves to watch the standings of. Mm -hmm. And so I I don't know if you get the Bills that are super motivated and want a revenge game that edges it out or if Patriots can pull off a home win like they have for so many years in that division. Yeah, do you get the first half Buffalo Bills against the Bucks from two weeks ago, or do you get that second half Buffalo Bills that came out there and got that game to overtime? You know, that 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 really impressed me, but they just haven't been that consistently throughout the season. So Yeah, I think and you also got to look at the, you know, last week's slash this week's COVID going through, shutting teams down basically. The Bills are going through that this week. The Chiefs are going through it also. So who are they going to have out there? Like Cole Beasley's out. A couple other Bills have been ruled out. The Chiefs, you know, Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill are out. So it depends what, who who's out there for the Bills, too. So going into that, to that game, Chiefs and Steelers. Chiefs have been rolling, but now just lost their best two offensive weapons. Who just got rolling? I mentioned last week, like, hey, this looks good that their offense is rolling without Kelsey and Hill. Well, now you just had Travis Kelsey with his best receiving game ever. Tyreek Hill had, like, 12 or 13 catches. And Mahomes still didn't even have a good game. And so I was ready to be like, the Chiefs are – they're about to start rolling over people if they have all these things going. The defense is good. Their players are good. And Mahomes is the problem. That's a great problem to have. Yeah. But now they got to play the Steelers who are still hanging around. I do have a great stat of the week from last week. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You guys. Mm-hmm. Worth it. You know what? Should we do a stat of the week? We haven't done yeah, it Yeah, go ahead. Give me, give me the music. <laughs> oh, wow. It's it's bugging, bugging out. Oh, what the hell? It's we been, haven't used it. Oh, yeah, it's been, it been so long since we've used it. It's got to find it. Take that for data. That was a good little audio clip still. I still like it. All right. So with the Steelers win last week, Ben Roethlisberger is 7-0 in home games after a new Spider-Man movie comes out. (laughs) (laughs) So random. And that, our friend Burrito found that for me, and he made a point like, did you see this? And I'm like, no. And he was like, we need them to come back to save this stat. (laughs) They did. Who took the – who I don't thought know. of like I wonder, I wonder, you know, <laughs> Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> How do you seven come and zero in idea? home games after a new Spider Man movie comes out? Wow. <laughs> so fan of the web slinger, huh? <laughs> uh, now to follow that up, Brooks, what do you think about this game? Steelers versus Chiefs, little depleted Chiefs. 
Well, really, you know, this is an odd game to kind of throw on here compared to the other ones, right? Like this has one of the bigger spreads, but it does have a Steelers team who's still fighting for playoff, you know, for a playoff berth. Yeah. And now the Chiefs having this COVID issues, I think it makes it a little bit more interesting for sure because we don't know what the Chiefs look like without Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill. Both. Um, both of them very tough. I don't know if Chris Jones is back. And that defense is completely different if Chris Jones is back or if he isn't. We saw it when the Chargers were just running the ball right through them most of that game. So I think that these issues do make the game a little bit more intriguing. It might be closer than we think, but I still think the Chiefs have kind of figured it out right now. They're rolling. Mahomes um, is, you know, that felt like, MVP Mahomes at the end of that Chargers game when he was clicking, making the plays, wasn't yeah. forcing anything, making plays with his feet as well. And so I think the Chiefs are just back on track. They know this game's important uh, if they want to get that number one seed, which this year is right, as important as ever. So uh, I just kind of expect them to come in and clean, you know, clean things up even more, get this W against right. Ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers. Sounds like you got a little more faith in the COVID Chiefs than I do. All right, do you have faith in them? Well, it's not guaranteed that they're out yet. They still have time to test, um, test out, test out, and get back in. So it's not guaranteed that they're out yet. Um, no, I still do have faith in this in this Kansas City team over this Pittsburgh team this year. Uh, un- unfortunately, they are. Um, you, you know, kind of like, uh, how, how, how was it whenever Peyton was with the Broncos that year and he just happened to be the quarterback that was there, like he didn't screw up and he was still Peyton Manning, but it wasn't, you know, the yeah. quarterback that won them that championship. You know, I think that's kind of what the Steelers are trying to do right now with Ben, right? Their, 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 their wins and their, their highs and their lows are all on the other on the other two are all on the rest of the team right now, and they're trying they're trying to kind of carry an old quarterback through to to as far as they can. They're not winning a championship, but uh, while on the other side of the spectrum, we got Kansas City, and again, you you said it really well. If their if their weakness is is Mahomes having a little bit of an off quarter, then I. Uh, Count me in. That's a great weakness to be having. He's one of the greatest quarterbacks in the NFL. And so uh, if, if I were to kind of take a pick on this, uh, there's a reason why Chiefs are at eight and a half. It's because the, the Steelers are inconsistent and they have what is going to be. What it, did he confirm? Is this his last year? Or he hadn't confirmed? Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. He's, he's done after this year. So yeah, yeah. The Spider-Man status in, in the books. That's it. So like. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I'm, I would ride with the Chiefs hands down on this game. I think the Steelers have a lot of fight in them. They got a, they got a amazing head coach and a good, a good program, a good, a good, uh, a good head office, and so they're gonna fight in this game. I wouldn't even be surprised if they cover the spread, but I don't see them winning this game. Yeah, I got a little more faith in the Steelers because they have a lot of fight and a great, great defense. And especially for me, it just depends on who plays for the Chiefs. So. If those two big guys are out, I'm gonna go. I'd go Steelers all the way. If they're in, I'd go Chiefs all the way. Literally, just depends on two Pro Bowl guys being on your team. Like, duh, it makes a difference. <laughs> all right, 
couple more games to cover. Dallas Cowboys playing the Washington football team who are still currently playing on the Tuesday night game. They're at halftime, tied 10 to 10 with the Eagles. Um, Cowboys look like they're rolling. They're setting themselves up for possibly a one seed, definitely one of those top few seeds. Um, but they are one game back of the Green Bay Packers. So they got a lot to play for right now, and they look like they're rolling. Arlie, how do you feel about football team versus the Dallas Cowboys? Uh, I, I said it earlier. I, I I don't like to admit it, <laughs> but the Cowboys, it, they're still, in my opinion, a little bit too top-heavy in that if you're missing, like, uh, like their defense is still amazing, and so you can't, you can't, you got to give them their due credit there. Offensively, they're just a little, a little top heavy in my eyes. W- without, without Zeke and Pollard being consistent, and then obviously whenever they don't have their 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 one and two receivers on the field, uh, I, I, that'll hurt most teams. But I just feel like, but they have all that. So well, they do yeah, that. I don't know why we're talking about. <laughs> it's, it's because they were. That out, was like, three weeks, weeks ago with your combine, but. They just still feel top heavy. Again, right now, as everybody's yeah, healthy, like they're 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 top three in all of the NFL. I still think most, I most still teams think- are top heavy like that. Once they're top two, every team's top one or two receivers go out. They're if, not going to do the same. If you thing, look so. at most of the really good teams in the NFL, they're top heavy. Yeah. Look at the Rams. Look at the Cowboys. <clears throat> I mean. Cardinals top heavy. Look at the Cardinals; they're top heavy. There's a lot. The Titans are are top heavy. Buccaneers, top heavy. (laughs) The Bucks, even though they're pretty spread out, Tom Brady Brady teams are usually pretty even. I I don't know. I just uh, they're they're still a top three team in the NFL right now. This should be just a rollover game for them, Uh, even though it's divisional. But they're at home. Washington, uh, we'll see how they're doing, but they're struggling against this Eagles. Well, Washington's going to be also coming off their COVID haul and a short short week, so yeah. that's definitely going to affect some things. Uh, Brooks, what's your thoughts on this game? Yeah, I think what Washington's doing tonight is actually impressive. Yeah, they're on I a quarterback too. that they just signed this Gary week. Gilbert. <laughs> Garrett Gilbert. Um, because of COVID, they're like 10-point underdogs, and they've got this game tied at half, so you know, they've been feisty here of late. And while the Cowboys, like, dominated them def- defensively a couple weeks ago, they were still in the game at the end because, for some reason, this Cowboys offense just hasn't looked the same since Dak's calf injury. Like, he just doesn't look like the same quarterback that was, you know, gunning for an MVP trophy kind of at the beginning of the year. And this offense is kind of – taking a back seat to the defense that it feels like the defense is the one that's been making the plays to win these games. And so, which is really got to be really nice uh, for, for the Cowboys because they're like, Hey, we can win some games with our defense while our offense gets this figured out as the season winds down and and hopefully they get them back clicking for when the playoffs arrive. But I mean, yeah, this is, in Dallas, I, I, I expect the Cowboys to win this one. But, I mean, it's not going to shock me if the football team keeps them with one close. I, I feel like these teams usually uh, have a close battle. And if we, you know, anything, it's just we're waiting for that co- Cowboys offense to get back to what it was. And, and yeah. until I see it get back there, I'm not going to have ultimate faith in it just yet. Sure. 
Yeah, I feel like the Cowboys and Chiefs are on similar pages. You know, all their weapons are on offense, but their defenses is what's keeping them in games and yeah, really holding it down. Cornerstone, cornerstone of the game and team and defense. Which that's what doesn't worry me about the Cowboys is having inconsistent offense because they have so many weapons. I mean, you get Tony Pollard back, their pseudo run game is going to be fine. Like, and they have three good receivers. They have a competent tight end and a line. Like, they have plenty of weapons like to make it work. So that doesn't worry me as long as the defense can stay healthy. Yeah, they'll be. They'll be as long as Micah Parsons is healthy. (laughs) Hey, the the like trio of Micah Parsons, Randy Gregory, and Demarcus Lawrence up front is. We've only had them, I think two or three games together this last stretch. And that's a huge problem because now you can't just double Micah Parsons. He's coming off on his own. If you do, Oh, Randy Gregory's impossible to block. Yeah. So, and that just makes Diggs's job easier in the back half. So yep. I love it. Um, last game we're going to talk about Monday night football dolphins versus saints. Y'all are probably like, why are we talking about the dolphins and the saints? Well, just because it has playoff implications. Yep. Saints are hanging around. They just shut out the Bucks nine to zero, and the Saint or sorry the um, Dolphins, Dolphins have won like six straight games, maybe seven. I can't remember. I'm about to pull their schedule up, but they're still in the running for stuff. Um, I do want to point out. Six. Did y'all look at who they have beaten in these last six games, though? Yeah, nobody. Yeah. It's special, the Texans, but... the Jets, the, the Panthers, Giants, and the Jets again. The Ravens is the only one in there. Yeah. Like, they've beaten some super shitty teams. So, I think this is a super fluky Dolphins team. Um, Brooks, do you agree with me, or are you feeling on this game? Yeah, I don't know because you can't pick your schedule, you know. So you got to play with twos in front of you, right. and they've been able to handle that. Um, and I think it's definitely helped get Tua's confidence kind of back up, which is the key for this franchise. Mm-hmm. And, and, and he's been good. They're not they're not making him do anything crazy. They're giving him short passes, and and they're not going to blow the doors off anybody. I think, but they have a decent defense, and they you know they don't really have much of a run game, which that's what the Saints are good at stopping. So. You know, they can get these short passes. I think they get Waddle back this week. They they have a decent passing attack. So while I think it is a little bit fluky, I, I do think they're a decent team that can hang around. But the Saints are just so up and down for me because Taysom Hill is just a roller coaster yeah. of a quarterback. So that's why I think, you know, this being close, a three-point spread, I, you know, either team can win this game. I'm not going to be surprised by it. Taysom Hill can go absolutely off this game or he could have one of those games where he throws like three picks has turnovers can't hit any of his receivers and Tua has a nice game and leads the Dolphins to a victory but you know it's important for both of them if you know a win by either of these teams keeps them in the hunt uh, especially with the Dolphins if you look at like a lot of the teams that are ahead of them they're facing off against each other so like the Dolphins get a win here, they're eight and seven, and all of a sudden they might be right there, <laughs> right there looking at yeah. a playoff spot. So it's kind of crazy that a team that was one and seven, I think, or they were either two and seven, yeah, uh, before going on this run. So, um, but interesting Monday night football game for sure, better than Vikings Bears. Yeah, Arlie, jump in there. 
Um, so I think what this is going to come down to is, is, is playoff runs, right? New Orleans is right outside the wild card by one game. Dolphins are kind of in a similar situation. Um, but what it is is who whoever wins this game will have the better shot at it. And New Orleans has two easy games after this is the deal. So, like, yep. New Orleans is going to, I feel like, be a little bit more motivated to win this at home because they're going to have two easy games afterwards. Or well, two easy hold games on. Afterwards. I think it's the other way around. Because I think, you think, you think, I think it's the Dolphins that are going to be, motivated hey, we need to win this teams. because we got Titans and Patriots yeah. coming up. Yeah. Like, I don't know if we can win those. But, I think but there I mean, seems to be like, ah, oh, we got Panthers and Falcons. We can win those. I feel like it's like you, you, you're either looking at, like, I guess they, these guys are competitors, but it's like you got the uh, – it, it's a good pick we're talking about this game, honestly, because you got yeah. the Dolphins that are basically climbing a mountain to try and get to the peak, whereas you got the Saints who have a speed bump to kind of get to their peak, right? They just got to get over that one little hump right now this week, and then Carolina they should win, Atlanta they should win. So this is actually a little bit more of an interesting 7-7 seven and seven game than you would think. Um it's funny we were talking about that they've lost to the panthers and the falcons earlier this year yeah <laughs> the saints did. yeah they lost to the panthers in week two 26 to seven they lost to the falcons 27 to five hell <laughs> so who knows what's gonna happen this game who knows More back to our usual take of we don't know <laughs> but yeah, exactly. We don't know. I think both these teams are like frauds, so it's just fun to watch them face off. <laughs> I, I think they'll be fun, like first round wild card exits. Like I, I think both of them have good potential for that. I don't think that they go win or beat anybody no, yeah. in the wild card game, but I, I still think Monday night frauds. Monday night fraud game. New segment. Monday so let's move on. We got some news and then underdog picks. We already talked Bucks going through lots of injuries. Injuries, that's going to have a huge effect, especially depending on how long Mike Evans and Leonard Fournette are out. But the biggest news in the NFL last week, 4-1 out for Arley and Urban Meyer. The night after we recorded our podcast, literally. That Meyer, night. Urban Meyer, which is not a huge surprise to many people. Um, I called it that they would fire him by like at the end of the year. And I think that was a lot, a lot, a lot of people's take. <laughs> and the fact that it happened on like Thursday afternoon, pretty quick. <laughs> oh, it was Wednesday night. It was Wednesday, Wednesday night. We had finished our podcast um, and everything. And then it, yeah. the news broke at like midnight. Jags ownership obviously was just waiting on the chance to fire him with cause. So they don't have to pay him. <laughs> and they were like, Oh, you abused a player and kicked a kicker in the leg, which if you're going to hit anybody, like I feel like kicking a kicker in the leg and hitting your quarterback's arm is probably one and two on that list yeah. <laughs> of dumb things you can abuse your players as. <laughs> yeah. People just don't abuse your play. These are fucking grown men. What? Yeah. Um, these so are, these, are, these are like dudes that are paying a fucking like, like trying to keep their food on the table for their family. Like you think, Arlie, are you are you sad? Are you angry? Are you? What are your thoughts? I know this I'm, is a, your was your team for this year, your twenty twenty one team. I'm a little, I'm a little disappointed in that. Like, yeah, I, I was kind of having fun with the hype train around this. I didn't 
I didn't have like the highest expectations. I, I know I put a bet on it just for fun and shits and giggles, but like I didn't have like the highest expectations out of this actually. Like I'm am disappointed that this didn't work out because at the college level at Florida, at Ohio State, Urban Meyer was just such a good motivator. And so I really did think and feel yeah, like... Yeah, because I'll kick you if you miss a kick. Apparently so, like, right? Like, by, by threat of, like, corporal punishment, I guess. Violence. Right? Like, he's going to whoop your ass if you don't. But, like, I, apparently I was going I'm behind closed doors. I don't know. But, like, he, he was such a good motivator. He got teams to play past their level. Even though Ohio State now is a powerhouse, he's the one who kind of brought them out from the darkness. Like, um... And so I really mm. thought that that was going to carry over into into the NFL. I thought he was going to be able to motivate this 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 below mediocre team to play beyond their level, to be mediocre, to go six and six, or you know go go five hundred. Like, um, and that's what I really kind of thought he was going to be able to do and change the atmosphere in here. And it turns out he's just a college coach. Yeah, I I feel very validated on where I stood when you were making these absurd oh, yeah. predictions. You know, it was like a first year NFL co- or NFL coach yeah. is sure like being good in college is one thing. Not every coach translates. Like Nick Saban didn't last in the NFL, but then you paired that with a rookie quarterback in a team that was picking number one for a reason because they sucked <laughs> because they were not good. And all of that factored in like, there's no reason that this team was going to be good last year, but they were a thousand times worse than you wanted them to be. Yeah. Like they needed to show that they could maybe make Trevor Lawrence a quarterback. And it looks like, Maybe he's not that guy, and that's that's terrible. That's been a terrible job. And even paying attention to Urban from the get-go, like this was off to a rocky start early, and it just, I yeah, mean, week after that week. Yeah, Iowa strength Iowa coach strength that had coach. problems. Like, dude. Tried <laughs> Tim Tebow, uh, just so many different things. The, the bar in Ohio not going home with a team. Just all these things yeah. said he was not cut out for this job. Just one of the most embarrassing tenures that will probably go down in history. Uh, so we do have to hash out this bet, though, Arlie. Does I think Arlie, Arlie has to ride, ride out this team. Arlie has think- to ride out this whole season. He has to ride out this season. Okay, I wasn't sure if we're going to ride out the whole season or since Urban Meyer because it came with the Urban Meyer hiring. Nope. Does it end there? So. If it ends no, there. It's, it's, it's a failure of a season, so whatever ends up happening happens. Uh, I'll own up to yeah. it. Uh, it was it was a a shot in the dark and and kind of uh, having some fun and uh, did not pay off at all. <laughs> not even close all right so and, are you and, gonna write it out any more urban meyer t- talk discussions points nah. goodbye sir yeah goodbye in on to that we're on to the underdogs so Woo. last week basically everything flipped from last week the two guys that were on the losers wheel one one winner's wheel i had a seven point tease that i put on the falcons so i had a 16 and a half point and I only lost, they lost by 18. I was so close. 
man. And they had they had the ball in like the red zone uh, at the end of the game. I went for a terrible fourth down. And also, I had to literally do the math because like 31 to 13 looks way worse than 18 points. Yeah. <laughs> it does. does. I was like, well, they didn't I, lose that bad, but I only needed two more points. So I go to Losersville. Arlie had a reverse seven point tease and put that on the Bengals. So he needed them to win by four and a half. And what did they do? Win by five. What's funny is the first two times we get the seven point tease, the person who gets the beneficial one loses. The person who gets the one that's supposed to kill him wins. (laughs) And then Brooks took the Arlie bowl. The Texans plus four over the Jags. They won that pretty game pretty easy. That also probably seals up number one pick for the Jags. So good for them, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Another one. Just DJ Cal so, in here. Brooks gets to go first with his big win. And then Arlie also on the winner's wheel. And then I will wrap it up on the loser's wheel. So Arlie, go ahead and pull those wheels up right. for us. We got it up. I'm Brooks, are go. you watching or are we reacting without you? Um, are you gonna do the share screen thing that we did last week, Arlie? Oh yeah, yeah. Here I can change that. Share While Brooks screen. gets a spin going, I'm gonna take a shot. Okay, there we go. All right, can you see all it? All right, I can see, sir. All right, all right. We're going in three, two, one, go. Come on, Will. Be kind to me. <laughs> oh. Oh, prime time. All right. right. Prime time is a new will edition from a couple weeks ago. And that means I can pick any game. uh, That's a prime time game this upcoming week. So, um, so that would be the Thursday night football game. I guess now we have Saturday night football, Um, Sunday night football and Monday night football. So you have lots of picks. Yeah. I was going to say, see. if this was last week and you hit that, you could have picked the Jackson state bowl game. The Jackson state. Oh, uh, cause prime time. Cause Dion. <laughs> I remember Bad, that would have been, remember. it was a, it was a dad level primetime joke. You damn right. <laughs> but remember Dustin, when I, I had some like college things in here on this will, but Dustin that was just a one would have been a one any week color. To let you in on <laughs> a that. one week. Yeah. So looking at the primetime games, I have the option of taking the 49ers versus Titans, which is a three and a half point spread. Um, the Washington football team versus the Dallas Cowboys, which is a 10 and a half point spread. The Miami Dolphins versus the Saints, which is a three-point spread. So I can take any one of those, um, and it doesn't have to be the underdog. I can pick either way. Um, Looking at this, the Washington football team one kind of sticks out to me the most here as it is the highest spread, and I do think that they can be competitive enough to keep that one close. But I think I'm going to go with the 49ers at three and a half to beat the Titans. I think, like we mentioned, and when we talked about this game earlier, I just, I feel like they're on a roll right now and the Titans are trying to figure things out still. So give me Brooks goes the Niners versus the Titans on Thursday night. Gotcha, man. 
And then I can just be done with it in a couple of days and I don't have to sit through the whole weekend, you know? Yeah. All right, Arlie, go ahead and reset that wheel. All right, I'm good to go. Let's hit it. Three, two, one, go. Oh, come on. Stay there. Here we go. What do we got? I'm on that awesome delay. Cooper Cup scored a touchdown, Brooks. Oh, cool. <laughs> I'm on a bye week. Six, but... six point T's. Six point T's. Wow. All right. So wow. Get back to back cheeses. This time a good one for our league. So six point T's on any of the three and a half point underdogs. So yeah. not a huge selection of games. There's a lot of not eligible ones this week. So could he take the Titans? No, could. Even though you're on the other side of it. I think um, he yeah, he could take that one because I do not have the Titans. He couldn't right. take right. it if I took the Titans on that one. I, yeah. I agree. So you can't double up the same pick. Yeah. But yeah, the Titans would be eligible. That would make so, them a... So if I put it on the Titans, then they would have nine to... And a half. Cover nine they would and have half. to lose by less than nine and a half points. I like that. Let's go. <laughs> no, no extra thought of looking no. at the rest of the list. No, that's it. I'm done. All right. So we have a head to head matchup of Brooks with the 49ers and Harley with the Titans. And it's, wow. somehow both of you can win this. <laughs> yeah. We both can. Uh, <laughs> somehow both of you can win this. I can't do that math in my head right now, but I just know looking at all that, it does match up. I would need like the 49ers win by a touchdown and me and Arlie both win. Yeah. Yeah. Which is yep. totally possible. Like, yeah. You, yeah. Brooks needs anything from four to, four to nine, nine point nine win. <laughs> four to nine right? point, four to nine point win and we both win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that's, that's right. Funny. Brooks is interesting yeah. choice. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. You know, I like I it. We're, we're adding this is our first. This is our first underdog head-to-head matchup. So, <laughs> all right. I cannot triple up on this. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> no, no, right. I don't no, think it's I can. Ineligible. No. <laughs> all right. You, you Unless you get like big cats can't lose parlay and oh, the oh, are included. Oh, that'd be freaking great. I hope it happens. All right. All right, let's the only see. way we could have like tripled up on it is if you can go ahead and spin that while I talk. Go, we're going. Is if we would have had like the uh, Lions, Tigers, Bears, or the uh, New York, New York, like that stuff yeah. that would have just automatically locked me into that. I'm on the delay. Don't react yet. Okay, I'm gonna not make everybody wait. Not reacting to it. I will is spinning. Is it still spinning? I'm on an awesome delay, dude. Oh, oh, the wrong three point way. Yeah. Our reverse. You already almost like slipped it up last year. <laughs> last week. It so, for me. so with the three oh. point, you still have to stay a three and a half point oh, dog. Right. So, all right. So now that that's over, let me go back to our text and get my board pulled up. Big board, big board. Mm hmm. Hmm. Yikes. So the reverse three, yeah, that basically takes anything down here. There's a lot of high spreads, so you're. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, so I'm adding to that. Great. Yeah. <laughs> or taking away from it, whichever way you want to look at it. Yeah, no, you're yeah, you're taking away from that total. So it's making it harder for them to cover. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah, I don't like getting this three points because I kind of liked the Lions at five and a half, but I don't like yeah, the Lions at two and a half. Two and a half, yeah. <laughs> and I kind of liked the Bears at six and a half, but I really don't like the Bears at three and a half because I watched them play last night and they're a bunch of dum-dums. That was so stupid. <laughs> Inept on offense. Just They <laughs> are just dumb. <laughs> uh, I don't know. This is a tough one. This is a toughie. That three point tease just fucks me. <laughs> yeah, you really needed a three and a half like uh, team, and all the other spreads are pretty high. That's the best one way to use it is on a team that you think can just outright it, win the game. Because right? Carolina seven and a half, Cam Newton can't even spell seven and a half. For, at this point. He's so freaking awful. Freaking Browns at four. I don't know. Maybe mm. Washington but, football team. Football team at seven and a half. So I can't pick that Steelers Chiefs game just because I don't know about the two big guys yet. Which maybe that's why I should just pick it and just go like all in, you know, like push all the chips in. Yeah. Hopefully that they're not playing and the Steelers get lucky. Of course, the Texans are off the table. <laughs> against the Chargers. You're not going to take Mike Glennon and the Giants. We got we to oh, make a pick here, dude. Uh, I was looking past that hard. Yeah, shot clock. Shot clock is on. I'm going to just push the chips all in on the Steelers. Hope that COVID has hit the Chiefs. They are playing a little without their whole roster. Sheffield did report that there might be more of a mess to come. So. Oh, what a pick. <laughs> I'm not oh, hoping poss- for anybody to be sick. But that's what I'm basing my pick on. All right. So I have to recap everything. And I'll kick it back to Harley. I have Steelers minus four and a half against the Chiefs. Harley ended up with a six point tease. He put on the Titans plus nine and a half. In that same game, Brooks picked his primetime game was that on Thursday night football, and he has 49ers minus three and a half. So we could end up with a double victory, same game. Five ish go Arley. Game. Let's go. <laughs> wait, wait. And both could win. So <laughs> that's our NFL for the week. All right. Kick it over to Brooks for some Christmas. Let's stuff. go. All right, Brooks. You ready for some NF- NBA Christmas talk? I guess so. Let's go. All right, man, take it away. What we got going on? I know the uh, NBA is a lot of fun around Christmas, but uh, tell us what's going on there. Yeah, so NBA Christmas, usually when a lot of fans kind of start paying attention to the NBA, kind of uh, 
once you know we're about a third of the way through the season maybe a little past that but our christmas day game slate currently we have the hawks versus the knicks the celtics versus the milwaukee bucks the golden state warriors versus the suns the nets versus the lakers and the mavericks versus the jazz will finish off the night and all these games have the possibility of being postponed because if you're not paying attention to anything at all right now well the COVID is running rampant through our sports leagues and definitely in the nba there's been some postponements and cancellations of games over the last several days there is a lot of 10-day contracts so you will see a lot of this player is entering COVID protocols and you'll see a lot of this player is signing a 10-day contract a couple red raiders have signed 10-day contracts mac mcclung with the Chicago Bulls following in the footsteps of Alex Caruso and Matt Mooney signing with the New York Knicks on the little 10-day to try to fill in some of these gaps. So there's a chance that this Christmas Day game slate could change because of that. But, Dustin, any of those games stick out to you? And I'll re- reread them I got for you if you need me, to. Dude, yeah. I mean, I think me and you texted when it first came out that – I mean, this is a really good slate of games. I think the NBA really nailed. I mean, they usually do a really good job of nailing these games. This is like primetime NBA games. Um, they always try to nail this across the board. So, I mean, obviously I'm looking at Christmas Day games, but is is Luca going to be back? He's supposed to be maybe back tonight. Maybe they're saving him. Um Nets, Lakers, duh, that's going to be good just because Lakers just maybe lost Anthony Davis for a little while. I think Suns-Warriors is your best game of the whole slate. Yeah, that's definitely the best one. I think Knicks-Hawks is a good, like, warm-up game. Yeah. You know, I think that was good to put in that noon slot. Like, hey, here's a good warm-up NBA game, guys. You're still chilling with the fam. Just put it on the background. You don't need to worry about it. And then you really get into the other four pretty good games, um, those three in the middle being the best ones. Yeah, Arlie, anything stand out to you about this Christmas Day game slate? Oh, what were the – hold on, let's see, let's see. Hold on, I can pull it up, I got it. Your marquee games being Celtics, Bucks, Warriors, Suns, Nets, Lakers, and then yeah. sandwiched in the middle between the Hawks, Knicks, and Mavs, and Jazz uh, to – end off the night so nets lakers is just star-studded so that's gonna be a ton of fun to watch uh golden state and suns that's that's gonna be that's yeah that's the game here that because that's very 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 likely western conference championship right there um a couple people may have something to say about that but uh what, what atlanta and new york didn't they they had that whole playoff thing yeah, so it's a playoff rematch. Yeah, when Trey Young. This is good. Oh, good point. This is good. Yeah, uh, they they got the playoff rematch from there. Where that was kind of, and it's at New York, where like the what was it? The mayor of New York was talking shit to Trey Young. Yeah, the whole town was. So, yeah, so <laughs> yeah they, this is a good ticket. This is a good ticket, man. Yeah, it's a good slate. You got to keep in mind, we got to keep in mind that COVID. There's a lot of players and protocols. Yeah, yeah. And so, like that might kind of dampen some of these games i think kevin durant's in protocols right now i think uh there's some various other players important players on these teams that are out james harden's hurt right now so 
Like we might not get these full matchups that we thought we were at the beginning of the season, but ultimately if you can get one good game in there and that's, uh, I'm hoping for the Warriors and Suns, if there's any game that I'm going to tune into, it'd probably be that one. Um, and then of course, a little bit of Nets Lakers, if everybody's healthy and ready to go, but ultimately it's the time of year that we start paying attention to basketball. And so uh, I'll have a graphic made for Christmas day where we'll reveal the NBA wins pool standings uh, for all you listeners out there. So until then you'll have to, uh, you know, wait and, but follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter, and you can see where the standings lie, who's sitting at the bottom needing some help and who's at the top. So uh, really other than that, not a whole lot going on in the NBA. Kyrie Irving might be on his way back. Yeah. Uh, still can't. How's he guy? He's going to be a part-time employee for the for the Brooklyn for the Brooklyn Nets, and so it's just kind of I mean there's a lot of news because of the COVID protocol stuff going on, um, but we don't really want to dive into that. Everybody who pays attention to sports is kind of aware of all that what's going on with that situation. So, other than that, hope y'all enjoy the Christmas Day slate of games, and um, you know if you don't watch it because you're watching football, good for you too. So, <laughs> fair. Um, yeah, Brooks. Uh, go ahead, go. How do you feel about the NFL intruding on the NBA's Christmas Day? I'm cool with it. Um, I'm fine with it, especially this year. I like. I can't lie. I've not watched a whole lot of NBA basketball this year. Um, I'm pretty invested in this football season. I've been enjoying it uh, a lot. Of course, there's tech basketball going on right now, so my sports mind is pretty occupied. But you know, I'm fine with it. It's a Saturday. I'm never going to complain when there's NFL games on the TV. And plus, you know, I don't expect that Nets Lakers game to be really all that good. The Lakers kind of suck this year. So. Yeah. I mean, and if we're looking at it too, though, what there's two games on Christmas day and that's Cleveland and green Bay, which should be a green Bay <laughs> wash, but the only good ones at seven 15. So you can still watch plenty of good basketball before that. Yeah. So it's nothing that's going to ruin my day. And, you know, NBA this year, for some reason, I'm having a more difficult time getting into it than previous years. I don't know if it's just all the injuries or COVID things going on with it or just the sheer amount of football that is, you know, ready and available for us. So I uh, sure I'll, yeah. Probably like something to do with like the, the obviously the show, I think, but also, uh, you know, you got your fantasy football leagues and stuff. And yeah, I got plenty of sports to focus on. And it's also felt like we watched just like nonstop NBA for like two years. So maybe, maybe I'm just a little burnt yeah. out on it. <laughs> that is very true. Um, but cool. Um, anything else we got to kind of touch base on before then for NBA? No, I'll wrap it up for this week. Sweet. We'll so... touch base next week after Christmas games and Wimps polls revealed. Let's go. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. It's a fight for who's in second. And Brooks is probably still far in the lead. We'll find out. Uh, But uh, let's go ahead and kind of start wrapping up the show here. And we will go back over the shot bets. So as a recap from last week for the shot bets, we had the uh, first shot bet being Chiefs, a three-point favorite over the Chargers. 
Chiefs needed an overtime walk-off touchdown. Fucking annoying. And giving Dustin and uh, Dustin and Brooks the shot bet victory. I, w- I-, I ended up taking the charges on that one. I- it was just kind of out of fun because both of them had already chosen the Chiefs, I think. And so and I don't remember the order that we picked. But either way, uh, I ended up taking the shot bet on that one, taking the L. Uh, second shot bet game that we had was the the embarrassing game that was the Vikings three and a half point favorite over the Bears Monday Night Football game Vikings <laughs> handled the Bears uh, it was it, the the Bears did everything in their power to lose that game it was embarrassing yeah. game uh, but giving us all the victory we all chose the Vikings on a clean sweep on that one um, the next game that we do have to talk about here is going to be this week's shot bets it's going to be Texas Tech. At, uh, versus Mississippi State during the Liberty Bowl on the 28th. So it's going to be next Tuesday. Mississippi State being a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. I believe Dustin was the only one that went Tech on this one, right? Or did you as well, Brooks? I went Mississippi State. Yeah, yeah. So so it's me and me and Brooks on the Mississippi State side thinking that they're going to cover and score 10 or more points or, or, or beat Texas Tech by 10 or more points. Uh, on the other game, we had Colts versus the Cardinals. Um, I actually am blanking a little bit as to what y'all picked on this one. I know we all, we all, we all, Colts. We all swept, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So we have a clean sweep. Cardinals are one and a half point favorite in this game. And we all picked the Colts. So, uh, as far as shot bet totals at the moment, uh, you know, with Brooks having a perfect week there, uh, and Dustin as well, uh, Dustin at one shot, Brooks at zero. I just took one and Dustin at zero shots. Thanks for the correction. <laughs> Uh, and me at 18 shots, and that's about to jump up a lot with this Jaguars bet wrapping up. So, uh, that does wrap up this week's episode, guys. Plenty of time to pay some debts off over the holiday just, week oh, here, Arlie. Hey, oh, man, what do you always what too, What do you always tell me? Just just film a few here and there. Yeah. Oh, dude, I need to start doing that, dude. That's so bad. That's so fucking many. And we were taking shots too. What was it? Sunday night. Uh, Missed man. opportunity. Yeah. Missed opportunity. I fucked up. You, you, you know what that was? That was like that person that gives relationship advice but can't take their own advice. Yeah. <laughs> and he gave Dustin such a hard time about it. Like, hey, dude, just do it. And now it's your your it's turn. I, fucking yeah, yeah, I can't pay it off. It's just, I, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you to, to leave his ass while, while staying with a toxic girlfriend. Uh, all right. So, no, my girlfriend's amazing. She's not toxic. Uh, I had to throw it out there. Uh, all right. So. So before, gotta cover just, your tracks <laughs> just in case she tunes in i don't know she, she's waiting for me to head over there uh dustin final shot for the week man do you have anything that you want to kind of tip your cap to yeah one quick thing the one of like 1700 college baseball polls came out oh, <laughs> we are number four Texas tech rings in at number four jace young is also a preseason all-american that's not a surprise either um the fun part of it is texas came in at one so big 12 baseball is going to be very fun this year with us and texas being top five probably for most of the year um so just something to look forward to come the spring you know come the end of basketball season and we'll add on to that oklahoma state's Number seven and TCU was like thirteen, so it's like yeah. Four, I didn't look at the rest of it. I just saw four teams in the top four. fifteen. I didn't look at the whole thing, but yeah, that's ridiculous. Big Twelve baseball, super back. Tech number four, three other teams in the top twenty. So look out. All right, 
Uh, Brooks, final shot. For the <sighs> Man, I don't really have much this week. Just enjoy your football. Enjoy your bowl yeah. games. Enjoy your, uh, you know, NFL on Thursday and Saturday and Tuesday. Sunday and Tuesday and right now. And <laughs> there's yeah. so much football. And, and there's and bowl season. Your, bowl games. It's just summer. football galore. Mixed in with a little basketball in there. So enjoy your Christmas with uh, lots of sporting events and lots of shots to pay off, Arlie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks for the direct mention there. Uh I I don't have I don't have anything. Mine was gonna be the 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 one of many thousands of of, of baseball polls thing. And uh that was that was uh brought up very elegantly. Um so, I don't know no? if in the tailgate talks baseball poll that we're going to put out soon i've take baseball at two and vanderbilt at one and then just tune in for the rest oh wait you know what i did think of something what? <laughs> oh yes lovick I... and, and this is for you arlie lovick is getting a soccer team the matador oh, you're right <laughs> the ns for this PL or I don't even know what the hell like this a minor league, league is. soccer team. It's like a minor league soccer team. Lovick is getting it. They'll be called the Matadors. So they like released What's it last name? week. And we just had so many different final shots to take that it didn't get mentioned. So save it for this week. But yeah, so there you go, Arlie. I we saw a commercial a for it. Yeah. The National Matadors, great name. Good job. Premier. Oh, Red and black wow. colors. Yeah, hold on. Let's see. Let's see if we can get some images. Where are they playing at? Do we have? There I have is, no clue. But you can buy season tickets for them. But I don't Sick. know what the fuck the stadium is. Where are they playing at? <laughs> I might wow. buy. Them. Okay. Probably not. It's in soccer. Lowry Field. <laughs> I don't know, but I mean, pretty pretty neat little logo though. Little cotton, yeah. little cotton balls on there with a big old bull. I like it. Pretty decent yeah, little so logo. There. All right, all right. There you go, Arlie. Talking soccer for you. That's it. I appreciate That's it, man. Thank you. You know what? It's it's good to not have to carry the weight all the time for what is yeah. actually the world's most popular sport, you know? The NPSL. Uh, as I wear my Ted Lasso AFC Richmond shirt. Is that so, what that is? Boom. That's fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> I need to finish that season. I started it and got about, half, about, about like two episodes in, and then uh, I didn't pay for Apple Plus. And yeah, like I need to I need to go finish that. Uh, but that uh, does wrap up our episode, guys. Uh, obviously, um, hoping everybody out there has a Merry Christmas. Hopefully, again, uh, you're, you're you're either with loved ones or with a with a bottle of liquor. Either way, hope you're having a good time. And uh, make sure uh, if you do get the chance to to drop the five star rating on Spotify and iTunes now, as well as the review on iTunes. We'll always appreciate that and the follow. Uh, that way you're notified each time we get a new episode out to you guys. Uh, but uh, swing by the social media accounts on Twitter at tailgate underscore talks, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And if you do want to find us individually, Dustin, you can find him at Dustin Wimmer 22, Brooks at Calvin B. Barrett, and me at Blanco where the L's a one. And uh, that wraps up this week, guys. And uh, until uh, when, when are we coming back? What is this? The 29th, Next Wednesday. The 29th yeah. is when we come back. So right before New Year's, we'll have a little New Year's episode for you guys after the tech bowl game uh but until we catch you guys on the 29th catch y'all at the next tailgate <laughs> peace